Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host. Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you decided once again to connect with me for these few moments in time. And today, I want to talk about Check Your Connections. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles as always, something to write with and take some copious notes. I believe I have something very informative for you today. As always, we want to take our scripture here from Mark chapter 3, the Gospel of Mark chapter 3. We're going to start here at verse number 31. And we'll conclude here at verse number 35. And I'm going to read from the Message Bible. This translation is really outstanding. So if you've never read the Message Translation, go and get you a copy. It'll really bless your life. Once again, Mark chapter 3. I'm going to start here at verse number 31. Notice what the Bible says. Just then, his mother and brothers showed up. Standing outside, they relayed a message that they wanted a word with him. He was surrounded by the crowd. When he was given the message, your mother and brothers and sisters are outside looking for you. Jesus responded, who do you think are my mother and brothers? Looking around, taking in everyone seated around him, he said, right here, right in front of you, my mother, my brothers. Obedience is thicker than blood. The person who obeys God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Jesus says some very provocative things here. This is one of the things I love about Jesus because he was never in a situation where he didn't know what to do, but more importantly, what to say. Sometimes we are in situations where we don't know what to do, and then we definitely don't know what to say. But this here, man, is so amazing when we talk about check our connections. One of the things that really stood out to me, he said, obedience is thicker than blood. And we live in a society, and I'm sure you've said this before, you said blood is thicker than water. But look at what Jesus said. When we talk about connections here, when we're talking about connecting with people, people we're going to do ministry with, life with, people that we choose to be with, according to Jesus here, he is setting a different kind of tone that I don't know that we've heard before, especially in our modern day churches or even people around us. Because people, I'm telling you, man, they'll say to you all the time, blood is thicker than water. So if you, my natural blood brother or sister, you are going to be more closer to me than somebody I don't know. But look at how the Lord defines family. He says that obedience is thicker than blood. So we got to go back to the drawing board, especially if we are Christians and we call ourselves followers of Christ and we really understand what this is really about. Just because you might be my natural brother or sister, we got the same parents. That does not mean we are closer. 
Jesus here is redefining what connections is all about. In other words, he's not denying the fact that he had Mary and Joseph as parents. He's not denying the fact that he had stepbrothers and sisters. But Jesus is really trying to help set a tone here to help you and I understand that true family are those that obey and do God's will. I want you to think about this because, again, most of us, man, we will ride for our natural brothers and sisters, even if they do us wrong, even if they betray us, lie on us, steal from us. I'm not saying you shouldn't love your natural brothers and sisters, but what I am saying is, is that when you give your life to Christ, your family expands. And even on the other side, I've heard people say, man, I have found a closer friend and brother from people who are not of my own natural family, who are not my blood relatives. But if we are really going to really understand what connections are really about, they go deeper than just blood. They go deeper than just natural DNA. And Jesus just blew up the spot. And he said, well, who are my mother and brothers? and sisters. And I'm sure Jesus's family was like, for real, you going to do this right now? You going to act like you don't know us? But it wasn't that. He was trying to prove a point and show people that you're going to have to reevaluate your connections. You're going to have to reevaluate what family is all about. Family is not about just what was born from blood. No, it's about obedience. Because when Jesus came, he emptied out his godness. And the scripture says that he learned obedience from the things that he suffered. Some of the things I don't think we truly understand is that we look at this Jesus in the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But I always try to help people to understand. And we see Jesus' birth. We see him at 12 years old when he was in the synagogue. But the will of God made it so, the Holy Spirit made it so, and thought it was important not to talk about anything regarding Jesus after 12 years old. We don't hear anything about him in his teenage years. We don't hear anything about him in his 20s. We don't hear anything about him when he was 25 and 28. Jesus comes back on the scene at the age of 30. Here's my question. What was he doing? What was Jesus doing at 16? Surely he was alive. What was he doing at 20? What was he doing at 25? Surely he was alive. I want to put this out here. He was learning obedience. He was learning obedience through the things that he was going through. And this is why we can trust him because he went through it. He understands it. He emptied out his godness, all of his miracle working power. He emptied that out of himself. And he said, you know what? I'm going to learn how to obey the father. I'm going to learn how to do the will of God. See, you just don't get up and do the will of God. The will of God is not automatic. You have to go out here and pursue God's will. But more importantly, if you're going to live for God, you're going to go through some things. And Jesus did. There were so many things that Jesus did. The Bible said that if man, if they had just took a pen and paper and wrote everything down that he did, that the books would not be able to contain the things that were written about him. So we got to start seeing things differently and understanding that Jesus just didn't live a profound life just because he was the son of God. No, as I stated, what was he doing when he was a teenager? We don't know. But one thing I do know is, is that he was learning how to follow 
God's will. He was learning how to do things the right way. And I'm sure maybe at 16 and 18 and 20, he learned what connections were all about. Maybe he connected with the wrong people. And then he realized, I don't need to be connected to you. We don't know. But what we can say is, according to the scripture, he was learning some things as he was going through life. And that's really what this is about. So when we talk about checking our connections, this has got to go deeper than just your natural blood. This has got to go deeper than y'all just grew up in the same house and y'all brothers and sisters. That is not truly, according to the scripture, what makes you connected. What makes you connected is obeying God at all costs. And we do know that Jesus said on more than one occasion that my meat is to do the will of God. Jesus, what you having for breakfast? The will of God. What you having for lunch, Jesus? The will of God. What are you having for noonday? What are you having for afternoon snack? The will of God. What are you having for dinner, Jesus? Steak, eggs, a nice sandwich? No, I'm having the will of God. That's what I'm going to be doing. My number one goal is to be obedient to the Father. Here's my question to you. Is that your number one goal? If it's not, then you got to throw all the goals you got out. And I realize I'm not saying that you shouldn't have goals. I've come on here and I've talked about how to achieve goals. I'm the one that talks about the importance of having goals. But above all the goals that you have in life, there's no goal that is greater than doing the will of God. I mean, this is profound to me when he says obedience is thicker than blood. The person who obeys God's will, Jesus is saying, is truly my family and those I want to be connected to. Man, that's a Selah moment, man. Because most people that we're connected to, they do not have the same viewpoint on doing what God is saying. That's not in their interest. I'm talking about Christian people. Some of them say, you know, my number one goal is, you know, just to be a better husband, better spouse, better parent, better friend, maybe to make a million dollars, start a business. But you hardly ever hear people say my number one goal is just to obey God. As we are still into this new year, I want you to begin to start infusing this in your heart and asking the Holy Spirit to give you a passion just for doing what God say do. And I promise you, man, when we begin to do what God says do, I wonder how easy our life will be. Just the things that are around us that are aggravating us, that are causing us all kind of woe. I'm wondering if those things will begin to dissipate if I just become singularly focused on doing what God says do. Let me give you three connections you will have in your life. You're going to write these down or you're going to want to write these down. Here's number one, a carnal connection. What is a carnal connection? It's a human connection. It's a connection that has no value and no benefit for you. You have friends, you got family members, you got co-workers, you got acquaintances that you have met, but they don't help you get close to God at all. Let me just reiterate this. They have no benefit and they have no value to you. These are just carnal connections. We have to really understand that when we are in relationship with people, we need to be in a relationship with somebody who does offer us some value and some benefit. 
If not, why am I in a relationship with you at all? We don't have time, at least I don't, but I would want to say that most people that are listening to this podcast and who are listening in the future, I think you would say, I think you would be honest and say that I don't have the opportunity or the time to be hanging out with people and I'm not becoming better, especially if you're a Christian and you really serious about your walk with God. I think, I would think you would want to be around people that are offering you some benefit and value. Let me put it to you like this. I don't think you would want to be in a relationship with somebody where you are not offering any value or any benefit to them. We got too many carnal connections. We got too many people around us trying to get close to us that we let in. We got to start asking God when people show up, who is this person? Holy Spirit, show me who they are because I don't have time to be slowed down. I don't have time to be in a situation with you. I don't have time to be connected to you. You draining my time, my energy, even my money. Because when you know you're in a relationship with people, you know, man, money is going to play a factor here. Even if y'all going to a ball game, are we going to split the tickets? Are we going to split dinner? I mean, we just don't have time for these carnal connections. And carnal connections are all about the outward, what a person sees, hears, knows, and understands. But I don't want to be connected to people from that standpoint. I want something greater in my life. I want something deeper in my life. I want something more meaningful in my life. So do you know who the carnal connections are around you? If you don't know, once again, you need to be asking the Holy Spirit, who is this person? Here's a question. When was the last time you ever asked God, who is this person that wants to get close to you? Many people that I talk to, they'll say, you know, I was in this relationship and they hurt me. But then I always ask them this question. Did you bother to ask God who they were? Maybe if you had asked the Holy Spirit who they were, he would reveal them to you. That's his job. That's the Holy Spirit's job to help you understand about people what you don't know. Who better to know than God? But we don't slow down to ask God these questions. So we get hooked up with people. We get connected to people because all it is is a fleshly connection. All it is is what we saw. We saw them with a house or a car or something that we liked. And we said, you know what? I'm going to try to parlay this networking connection and see how far it gets me. And generally, it takes us a place we don't need to be. It keeps us longer than we want to stay. So that's the first connection or one of the connections you're going to have in your life. It's a carnal connection. But beware, you got no value, no benefit. You're not going anywhere fast. And you got people who will just take anybody in their life they don't want to be by themselves. Let me empower you today. You are far too valuable and important just to have somebody in your life because you're afraid to be by yourself. Sometimes, man, being by yourself is a blessing. Because when you with the wrong people, it's just wrong. And I would rather wait and allow God to connect me with somebody and send somebody my way so that when I'm with them and they with me, just being around them, I want to live right. I want to do right. 
I mean, you start dreaming. You start believing in yourself when you around the right people because they bring an environment of change. They bring an environment of expectation. They bring an environment of hope and faith and love. They start getting you to do things you wouldn't normally do and you for them. But with a carnal connection, you get nothing. That's the first one. Number two, a demonic connection. Now, this demonic connection would seem very obvious, but it's really not. But with this demonic connection, it leads you away from God and eventually you become corrupted. Remember that the enemy is very subtle. He never uses anything overt to get you. It's always a covert operation with him. And this is why, again, you got to ask the spirit of God, who is this person coming into my life? Because they look good. They smell good. They talk good. They tell you all the people they know. They say they can help you. But at the end of the day, those days become weeks. Weeks become months. Months become years. You invested all this time to find out you are further away from God, just being with them. But again, this demonic connection is so strong and cunning. They try to make you feel like you can't make it without them. But I want to tell you, you can't. This is 2023. This is a time for you really to stand on your 10 toes and say, hey, man, I don't need you to make it. I need God to make it. So anybody that brings you that stuff, quickly cut them out of your life because it's a demonic connection. The Bible is full of these things. I don't have time to unpack all of the people in the Bible and folks that they were connected to that brought them down, but I'll give you at least two. What was the downfall of Solomon? This is a quandary to me because Solomon was the wisest king in the Bible. He, he had all wisdom, man, all the stuff that Solomon did. But do you know his number one downfall was women? You would think as wise as he was, he would know to stay away from women. And the Bible talks about how these women turned his heart against God. It even talks about how he would build monuments and all of these things to their gods. Because these were foreign women. These women didn't love the Lord. But I'm going to tell you something. Once again, a demonic connection is very sneaky. It's strategist, man. It'll take you down. And before Solomon knew it, he was corrupted. Before he knew it, all the stuff he had. I believe he wrote Ecclesiastes when he found out the meaning of life. He said, it's all vanity. It's all vexation of spirit. None of it means nothing. You work hard, you accumulate, you die, and then somebody else take it and go mess up all the stuff that you did. He really understood. But watch this. He couldn't fix his own stuff. What about Samson? We all know who Samson was in the Bible. We know that Samson found his obedience or found his strength in his obedience just to honor God. And we know his hair was a part of that. But to a greater extent, it wasn't necessarily in the hair as much as it was in, again, the obedience. He just couldn't put a razor to his head. So the reality is, and it proves my point here, what Jesus was saying, that obedience is thicker than blood. And Samson was good when he was obeying God. But what happened to him? He met a Delilah. He laid his head in the wrong lap and she kept pressing him and pressing him. Watch this. She was a plant, man. The enemy planted her right in 
his area and he fell for it. And before we know it, he was destroyed. These are demonic connections. So it doesn't matter how anointed you think you are, how smart you think you are, how great you think you are. Man, you can fall. You can mess up. You can mess up your whole life with one person. Some of you know this. You let one person in your life, your credit got bad. You lost your house. You lost your car. You lost your job. You lost your relationship with your kids. You got nothing. No, we don't want you to listen to me. You got to really ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, give me discernment about who it is that's around me because I don't have time for somebody smiling in my face, pretending to be an angel. What they really are is a demon. They are a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's number two, that demonic connection. Number three, finally, a spiritual connection. This is the connection you want. This is a divine connection because these people help you get something that you can't get for yourself. I'm going to say that again. A spiritual connection is what you want because they are at a higher level in God and they can help you get some things that you can't get on your own. Let me give you two examples of this, a natural one and then a spiritual one. But let me give you this spiritual one first. Look at the life of Moses. You know how great Moses was. He was a great prophet. He was a great leader. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. It talks about that, I believe, in Exodus. But when Joshua took over, God never asked him to fast and pray. Just continuing what Moses did, watch this, just use Moses' connection. I hope you heard what I said. Notice that what was asked of Joshua was not asked of Moses. In other words, what I'm saying, when you connect it to somebody and they have something greater than you have, you can use their spiritual connection to get you places where you couldn't go. So Moses set the table, but when Joshua took over, the things that God asked Moses to do, he didn't ask Joshua to do. Hey man, just continue on. That anointing is already there. The power is already there. Just continue on in what Moses did. Here's your natural thing, your natural connection. Or should I say the other connection? Is that if I have a front row seat, if I'm a ticket holder to the NBA, you want to go to an NBA game. I can let you use my connection so you can get in the game and sit front row. So you couldn't afford a front row seat, all the accoutrements, all the amenities, all the food. But because you know me and I'm a ticket holder, I let you get my seats for a game and you sit up front. Nobody going to hassle you. Nobody going to bother you. Nobody going to ask you anything. But because of your connection to me, you get to get up front, right up in front, and you can see all your favorite games. That's what I'm saying. That's what a spiritual connection will do for you. They can get you places. They can take you places that you don't know how to get to yourself. And these are the people that we don't have enough of in our life. We got a bunch of carnal connections. God knows we got a bunch of demonic connections that we thought was spiritual, but spiritual connections, watch this. They are there to give you something. 
That's the key. When you're connected to somebody spiritually, they're not taking nothing from you. They're giving you something. They want to show you where you can go. They want to show you what you can do. They want to show you what you can become. Here's my question. Do you have a spiritual connection in your life? Somebody to just love you. Somebody just want to see you make it. Somebody just want to see you win. And you may say, Pastor, I hear what you're saying, but does that really exist? Yes, it does. But you know what you got to do? You got to go to God and say, Lord, send them to me. I don't know how to find them. I don't know where to locate them. Can't find these people at Walmart and Target. Can't find these people at the mall. Can't find these people on the internet. God will divinely, organically connect you with somebody that wants to help you get to the top. And once they help you get to the top, then you can become what they were to you. You can help somebody else. That's what this is truly about. So when we talk about family, when we talk about what Jesus said in his word, obedience is thicker than blood. That's what this is. I have met people that have helped me get places I couldn't get on my own. And they didn't want nothing in return. It's a spiritual connection. It's a divine connection. You can't explain it. You really can't articulate it. It's just like y'all fit. Y'all connect. Y'all see eye to eye. What they have is already in your spirit. And then they can show you how to get there. It's amazing. It's just too much to unpack. But those of you that truly understand what divine connections are, you understand it. They help you glean in their field. They help you go to a place quickly that it would take you a whole lifetime to get through because they've been through the rough patches. They've been through the times and seasons where they didn't have anything and they see something of value in you. It's their gift from God. It may be a pastor. It may be somebody random that just comes into your life. But I'm telling you, you still need to be talking to God and finding out, is this person a spiritual connection? But based on the few things that I've told you what a spiritual connection is all about, you can discern it. They want to see you win. Watch this. And they prove it. They say, listen, I'm going to help you. I'm going to mentor you. I'm going to show you what I know. They keep their word to you. They always honor what they say. They're not trying to trick you, not trying to dupe you. And so you've already had enough of those things in your life from those carnal connections and from those demonic connections. Listen, in 2023, it's just time for you to win. It's time for you to come full center. What's been apparent in your life needs to come up out the ground. And a spiritual connection can help you get there. Every person you meet in life, there is a reason why you meet them. I'm going to say that to you again. Every person you meet in life, there's a reason why you meet them. These people are either assigned by God or there's a satanic agenda behind it. The real question is, do you know? If you don't know, once again, you need to be talking to God. You are where you are because of your connections right now. Do you know that? You are right here right now as I talk to you. You are where you are. I am where I am because of the connections that I have. And there are some things that you and I don't need to be struggling with if we're connected to the right people. So finding out who these people are will help us to either succeed or fail. And we know failure is all a part of growing. But can I say this to you? We don't have time to be connected to people and we're failing. 
Failure is only when you're trying something and your heart was in it and you tried it and you just made some missteps. But that's different when you're in a relationship and you just keep going down and you like, these people are no good for me and you just stay in it. See, now you're choosing to be a part of your own demise. But I'm asking you today, as I'm done, I'm asking you today, I'm asking you to understand and know today that God has a wonderful plan for your life and you're not the only one on the planet. So God doesn't want you to walk in this life by yourself, even though he's with you. He will provide for you the right people at the right time to help you get to where you're supposed to go. But you've got to be able to discern this carnal connection, this demonic connection, and this spiritual connection. This is something that I think will be so great for your life. So listen to this podcast, this episode over and over again and ask the spirit of God to help show you and evaluate the people you got in your life right now. These carnal connections, let them go. These demonic connections, most certainly rip the cord on that. All you want to be around in this time and day that you live of the spiritual. You just want the right people in your life. You don't need everybody. You just need the right somebody in your life. The same goes for me and the same goes for you is my prayer. But that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I really hope this episode blessed you. If it did, as always, shoot me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Let me know that this show really blessed you and helped you in a profound way. As always, I have a website at thomasadeloach.com. Yes, we are making changes every day to the website. We're working hard, my team and I, trying to make sure that we can connect with you and you to me. So check back always and see some new and improved things that we are doing so that we can stay connected together. And finally, if this show is being a blessing to you and you want to financially partner with me, do it today. Go to the website again, thomasadeloach.com. There's a donation button there. Click that donation tab and I promise you, you can give to your heart's desire. Note that these shows are not free. It does cost me to produce a good quality show and someday here have some guests on. That is my goal for this year. So continue to pray for me that God will be able to connect me with the right people to interview so that I can bring those interviews to you so you can be empowered. So give today. No dollar amount is too big or too small. And everything that you give helps me to produce again a quality show. Listen, I'm praying for you as always believing God's best for you. I want you to win in life. Keep your head up, keep moving, and keep trusting God. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.